Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Raw Knuckles podcast. We'd really appreciate it if you'd like, subscribe, and share with a friend. When I stepped on the ice, I never backed down, and I never stayed down. And I was vicious, and I was malicious, and I don't care. I'm alive. He's a freaking madman. Look at him going to town. That'll be a suspension. That'll be a fine. Alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Dennis, how are you, pal? Doing great, Knox. How are you, bud? I'm good. Listen, uh, I want to introduce you to my friend Tim Stapleton. You know Stapes at all? Did you follow his career back in the day? Sure did, but uh, great to see you and great to talk to you in person, Tim. You too. Thanks for coming on. And you, you don't have to lie. You never heard of me. I get it. <laughs> I'm old enough he, that I do. Come yeah. on. Yeah, he it's followed you all the way to, to yeah. Russia. To, yeah, the Chicago <laughs> Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Man. That's He's awesome. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. Uh, Dennis Bernstein, awesome to have you today with um, Tim and I, the Raw Knuckles podcast. Listen, um, Obviously, you and I have a history, the radio show. Uh, there were time constraints. We we're under the gun. And now sure. here we are today being able to just kick back and relax and not have to worry about um, those time constraints. Um, NHL this year, obviously last year, Colorado uh, yeah. winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, and everybody wants to know, is that going to happen again? But let's, before we get into who is going to win this Stanley Cup. Let's talk about the divisions. And I wanted to start out west because you're out there. Yeah, I know you love your L.A. Kings. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice. A little bit. Depends and, who you uh, ask. It's not, yeah. not a lot of love. But yeah. So so let's start out west. Uh, are we going to mm-hmm. see, um, uh, uh, you know, we're going to see those flames up top again, or the oil is going to unseat them. Any surprises? Uh, what's the deal with the Pacific division? Well, I thought I had a good summer nuts, bought a new house in LA, but you know, Bradtree living had a great summer. He had an even better summer than all of us. Uh, that team was once Johnny left town, you heard the, what you hear about the rhetoric. Nobody wants to play there. Nobody will stay. Nobody stay long-term. Well, he turned it around big time. You know, he brought in uh, Uberdo. He brought in Mackenzie Weger, signed them both the long-term deals. And then to go get Nas, this is a dangerous, deep team. I think they repeat as the division winner. I, I like the same top three, to be honest with you guys. I like Calgary at the top, Edmonton. Uh, and there's not going to be any goals from center ice anymore. I, I was in the building in the playoffs when Mike Smith gave up those goals. And it was the yeah. loudest building in the playoffs, Nux, until those goals went in the net that were just from impossible angles from center ice. I don't know if Jack can win him a cup, but it's an improvement in net. So I'll go Calgary, Edmonton. Uh, L.A. again, I like Edmonton. I like L.A. because they added to Kevin Fiala, uh, a legit scorer who actually, for the first time in over a decade, a different player than Anze Kopitar might lead the team in scoring. So I like what they've done there. Um, I think Vancouver sticks his head out. The, the team I'm concerned about is is Vegas because it makes so many changes. Uh, I'm not sure how healthy Mark Stone is. Uh, can Jack Eichel play an entire season? And the goaltending, I, I, I don't know. Uh, this is a team that's really under the gun. So if I had to handicap the top, the top four, I would say – Calgary, Edmonton, L.A., and uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, huh? Yeah, you think uh, Demko can, you know, relive some of that magic he had early in the early go uh, with Vancouver? He's going to have to nuts because that the one weakness on Vancouver is their blue line. It, it's not a top-notch blue line. Uh, Tyler Moss is up. That doesn't help as well. So they're going to have to score a lot. 
I think Thatcher early in the season is going to have to make some big-time saves. He might have games where he might have to save 45 or 47 shots. It's going to be exciting for the fans in Vancouver, but I really like the way they played uh, under Bruce Boudreaux. I don't know what's going on with Travis Green because I like him. I think he's a really good coach. That team responded to Bruce, and I think it continues. So I think they can stick their head in there uh, as maybe, you know, the, one of the wild card teams in the top two in um, in the West. So you look at, uh, to say, the, um, the Shocks, the Ducks, the, well, obviously the Kraken yeah. still in early the early stages. Uh, how long till we see a turnaround with the well, the Shockies and the Duckies? Yeah, like- uh, you know, God bless uh, Mike Greer and David Quinn. That, that roster is – Except for the top two guys, with you know, with Hurdle and and uh, and, and Timo Meyer, and to some extent um, uh, Logan Couture, this is a team that doesn't have a lot in net, doesn't have a lot on the blue line. They traded Brett Burns. This is a classic rebuild. So I think they could be last in the division. I like what Anaheim's doing. They're not ready yet. Um, the blue line still is is kind of weak, and they're a very young team. Um, Seattle, I like what Seattle did. You know, mm-hmm. Nux, I was saying for. Months before, so they have to find a way to get Shane Wright at the four. And yeah. by luck and by crook, they got him at four. So look how they line up in the middle. Manny Benier, Shane Wright, Yanni Gord, who's a really good uh, player. Now, he's not a top line. He's not t- a number one center on championship team. I think in the future, Seattle will be better. Uh, I like what they have down the middle. Grubauer can bounce back. Uh, but, damn, they were boring last year. They have to find a way to score. I know they added a couple of players. Brokowski and Oliver Bjorkstrand. So I think it's improvement. I think the fans will see a better product in Seattle, but they're not quite a playoff team. So I have to handicap those three teams. I would have San Jose sec last, probably Seattle second, and Anaheim uh, trying to build off uh, last season with Zegris uh, and now Mason McTavish in the lineup. How about that, Matty Benez? Uh, he's a kid from Massachusetts. Yeah. I know his dad, um, and I followed him uh, in the World Junior playing for the um the US. Uh, that kid like mm-hmm. he, he was he was on the money. He played both ends of the rink, good sized kid. He had good hockey sense. Uh you think he's in the top spot when you talk about center iceman now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Shane might eventually beat him out, but right now no. I mean, Maddie came in, I think had 10 games last year, got 9 points. Like this yeah. is a player and there's no pressure. Here's the great thing about playing in Seattle as opposed to the markets. Many Benitez has time to develop in the at the NHL level. That's very rare. Usually it's in the AHL or in juniors, but there's no pressure to win in, in, in Seattle. So he can come in there, make the mistakes, learn the 200-foot game, and progress to be a number one center. I think he certainly has the potential. But, again, I think it's the group that they have potentially down the road, two or three seasons. That could be a really strong trio down the middle. But I think Matty is the one. Look, at this point, Yanni Gord's the best center on the team. I think potentially, though, Berniers would be the one. And then if you have Gord as two or three C, then you're talking about having starting to have the makings of a playoff team. Not this season, but I, I do think Matty would be the number one center eventually in, in Seattle. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how that all plays out, uh, Tim. Who, who are you picking out, West? Tim? I like the Anybody? Oilers. I like the Oilers. You do? You had the Flames over the Oilers, Dennis, you said? Flames. Yeah, yep. Yeah, no, I like the Oilers. I like what uh, I like that they signed Evander Kane back. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I think um, you know, I think this year with uh, I don't know. I feel like the Oilers are still they're creeping and they're getting there and they're they're taking their losses. But I think this could be the year they might even be in the Cup Finals. That's just my opinion. Wow, you know, well, some people got them there. Some people picked yeah. them yep. there. Uh, there's no question about it. I wonder. Again, the D isn't – they got some good D, but 
again, I think um, this team, there's times they really have a difficult time uh, keeping the puck out in that, you yeah. know. And I know Campbell's the man uh, over uh, Smitty last year, but, like, you know, listen, he played in Toronto, I get it, and he started and he did well. He had that run-and-gun team in front of him. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I just – for some reason, I think I'm still questioning whether Jack Campbell is that bona fide number one starting goaltender. Yeah, and you have a right to do that. He's never he's never gone right. Deep, so part of it's not playing for a team that never wins a playoff round. But yeah, this question. Yeah. I, and Tim's not like, Tim's not far off. Edmonton could easily win the division and easily get to the Cup final. I mean, they would have to beat one team, probably the defending champs. But so they they are certainly a legit team this year. Yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to that, but we got a long season to go before we even get there. <laughs> a lot of things can happen between now and then. We know that injuries, uh, just, um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Central Division, Dennis, uh, last year, uh, Colorado, Minnesota, the Blues, uh, the Stars, Preds, Jets, Blackhawks, and Coyotes. Um, uh, abs up top again, I would imagine. Yeah. And then how do you think it all falls into place? And and who did some good things there to um, bolster their chances? Uh, well, yeah, week? I think clearly the Avs are going to win the division, but they're not going to put the, their foot to the pedal. They have nothing to prove right now. So they're not going to be some 115-point team. They're going to rest players down the stretch more. Uh, Nate got paid, so he's happy. Uh, the second thing, you know, I really like the additions they made. I like Nashville. A lot. I, I know, granted, they beat the Sharks twice. I get it. It's not beating. It's not beating Colorado in a two-game series. But they added Nino Niederreiter, who's got size. They added Ryan McDonough, who I love. Right? He's not going to get uh-huh. to a lot of points. But that defense is going to be even tougher now. Um, the question with them is: Is Saros going to wear down? And how many games are you going to give this backup? Because he's not a big guy. He wears down. I love what they did. I think Minnesota take a step back because I mentioned Fiala um, going to Los Angeles. I, I think. Um, they're going to take a step back. They say Matt Boldy can step up. I don't think he's a point of game player. So I think they take a step back and they don't have a lot of maneuverability because of those two huge buyouts with Suter and Parisi. So they're yeah. a little bit. St. Louis probably takes a little bit step back. You know, Billy Husso's gone. Bennington's got to be the guy now. Um, they have some injuries on the blue line. Marco Scandella's got uh, injured and Perugovic also got hurt as well. I think there's it. So if I have the handicap right now, I, I think clearly Colorado's the best team. I like Nashville second. I like them to rise up and wow. and, and and be better. And then probably Minnesota and St. Louis uh, in the top four. You don't like yeah. Winnipeg at all? Um, un- unless Tim, uh, unless that defense really improves. Okay. And Connor Ball- Hollabuck starts playing like, you know, Vesna Connor. Like yeah. he's got to have a 930 save percentage. New coach coming in. So I love it. There's one player I love on the team. Absolutely. And plus, you know, he took the C off of the wheels. So let's see what happens there. I love Kyle Connor. I think Kyle Connor yeah. can lead the. He can win the Rocket Richard, maybe even this year. I love that player. I love his release. Yeah. I just don't think Tim is enough on the on the back end. Unless again, Connor Hellebuck goes otherworldly and plays like Sturkin did last year. So I, I think they're on the outside looking in. They could be in the conversation, maybe a seven, eight, nine, ten team for a wild card. I don't think they are one of the stronger teams in the division because of the defense and goaltending right now. Yeah, their defense is a little suspect. Uh, goaltending, if the other guy's on top, no question, Helen Buck. But what I wonder, and listen, Bonus coming in, okay, I get it. Rick Bonus, to me, he was an assistant coach his whole career. He head coached 
little in Boston, then in Dallas, okay? That didn't work out, I guess, too well. So now we, we find him in Winnipeg. One of the first things that happens is he <laughs> move, removes the big uh, true, C yeah. from Blake yeah. Wheeler. Like, I, I honestly think this from the get-go, there's going to be some resentment from within that room. Whether they, you know, put on a happy face for him when he had mm-hmm. all them meetings, because I heard his interview and he said, you know, everybody seems to get it, blah, blah, blah. I wonder how that's going to work. I think that's going to have a negative effect down through the lineup. I think that it's a precursor to a trade. I mean, does a guy really yep. want to commit all in and be all in once you take the – I know it's ceremonial, but it, and Tim knows it means something to the guy who wears it. And right, where's the uh, letter? So that, that's going to be a challenge. I think it's a precursor to a trade. I think if this team isn't in the mix come playoff time, that would be the first guy they'd like to move. And he's got a big ticket as well. So any surprise in that division, do you think? Could, who's, who could, like, just come out of nowhere? No? No, I, I think this because the presence of Carolina, of, of, of the, the champs, like, kind of mutes that. So And I don't really see like, – Dallas, not in love with Dallas – and here's the thing, Arizona and Chicago, it's a race to the bottom. They're going to lose a lot of games. So you could have a situation where you might need more points in that division to get to the top three because those are going to be automatic wins this year. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, nothing – I'm not a big fan of Dallas. I just think they have a one-line team. Jason Robertson's coming in late, didn't get tra- training camp. Uh, they need. They would need Nux big seasons from Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn. And at this yeah. point, ties – Ty's too banged up and too injured. He says he's healthy. And then Jamie Benn is a, a shadow of himself. So I think when you handicap those teams, I would probably look at Dallas as maybe fifth or sixth in the division. But clearly the bottom two um, are Arizona and Chicago. Yeah. yeah and, and, and then you think you, you, you said, like you said, Nux, long season. It's just a start. But like these trades, like Patrick Kane's probably not going to finish in Chicago, right? Like that's what I'm hearing yep. over here. And, I mean, when he gets traded or wherever he goes, like whatever team he goes to, that's just, you know what I mean? Does that team become a cup tender the next day, right? Like, so do you know yeah. anything about, you know, that whole team and what, you know, Taze and Kane, they'll probably be gone in your opinion? Uh, I'm not sure about Jonathan Taze because of the health issues, Tim. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Kane, 20 games in, is going to be sick and tired. If they go 4-16, four and, four and 16, he's like, I want out. And I get it. He'd love to stay there. I, I, why would you want to leave Chicago? Like mm-hmm. they're gods in Chicago. They are legacy. That's the legacy of this franchise now. Yeah. So, but Patrick's got you know one year left, and I, I think he would, when he sees what the team is going to be like on the ice, he's going to. I'm sure he's already said. It. I'm sure he's talked to Pappers on and said, "Look, when the times, even though they deny it, like when the time comes, let's pull the trigger because there's going to be a lot of losing in Chicago." I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get. They're trying to race Arizona to Connor Bedard. I and I get it. I understand it. Uh, but that's the one chip that they have, right? Tim is is Patrick Kane even on a rental is a difference maker, a huge mm-hmm. difference maker, because he's still that player. He can still be a facilitator on the wing. Very few players are like that that can that can pass and facilitate from the wing. So I think he's still very, very valuable. But at some point, he's got to wave the white flag because that's going to be a terrible team this year and move on. And then you're right. It could tip the balance on where he lands. You know, um, you did mention uh, we were talking Dallas there and, and, and Sagan and Ben, I – I wonder how long if they struggle and mm-hmm. they probably will at some point where the owner comes out and starts to chirp again. Remember they, <laughs> yeah. they struggled and he come out and he was pissed off. Yeah. He just signed them big contracts and yeah, God, some of these contracts guys get, you know, for what they did. And then next thing, you know, like it was like here in Montreal, right? Suzuki signs that deal. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's for what they expect him to do, right? And right. then you sign a lot of guy like Brendan Gallagher's contract, right? You know, it's signed for what he did, and they're kind of locked into it. And listen, I hope he has a comeback here, Gally, no question, and we'll get into that a little more. But, you know, those guys signed those big deals, and God, that that owner just wasn't too happy, you know? Uh, right? Yeah, and it's not a big – it's a big market team, but it's not, you know, it's not a, a Toronto or a Montreal or a New York or a Los Angeles or a Chicago. So it, it's going to be challenging, and those are long-term deals, and that's the – you know, at the time, you would think, okay, you don't worry about the back end of the deal, whatever it is. As long now, but now you all of a sudden you're worried because the production is really plummeted, and you can't move those guys. Like they're not movable based on their, their production and their, their tickets right now. Yeah. Um, all right. So, well, it's going to be uh, fun to watch see Colorado do their thing again and see who who battles to uh, come up the, uh, the the rankings in that division. Um, the Metropolitan, the Metro, where you grew up, New York, <laughs> yeah, the Metro, New York area. Um, it, it, listen, last year, the Canes, I would think we'd see the Canes again. Are the Rangers going to have a shot at unseating them? Uh, a lot of talk about them. The Pens are still in the mix, right? They've done some mm-hmm. good stuff there. I think, you know, w- w- what's your take? Uh, Carolina is clearly, if they had patches, I like them even better to start the season. He'll right. probably come back after four months. Brent Burns is a huge difference maker. I mean, they traded up going from Tony D'Angelo, not that he didn't have a good season and he got paid going to Philly. Uh, but D'Angelo, uh, but, uh, Burns up top with Jacob Slavin. I mean, look out. I mean, they, they lost to game seven because their stars didn't deliver and the Rangers did. And that was simple as that. And so what did Don Waddell do? He went out and got two stars. Uh, they are yeah. clearly the best team. They don't give up a lot. They're really good defensively. The question is not, is your pal Kakanyemi and Tatusi, is that going to work? Trocek left, that, and that didn't seem like a big loss, but it may be. Like, is, or can Jordan Stahl move up to the 2C? Because I don't have a lot of confidence in that player. I, look, they oversheeted him. Then they, ex- they doubled down with signing him to a long-term extension. There's pressure on that guy to produce. He could be the, the focal point of a championship because he's going to have to produce at the 2C. But I really like that team. The Rangers – I don't know the Rangers got away with a lot last year, guys, because they had such a great goaltender. They weren't a great puck possession team. They got outchanged clearly. They thought they had Tampa Bay when they were up two nothing in the playoffs, and they said, "Well, wait a second. So they learned a lot of lessons. I really like that talent. They are a sexy pick. Some people picking them to go all the way or even win it all, get to the right the, the Stanley Cup final. Wow. Um, they would need repeat performances across the board. They need the, Chris Carter to be that fifty goal scorer again. They need to circuit to win the. The um, the Vesna again, um, and I'm not sure it's the same team because remember Andrew Kopp was there, like Ryan Strom, and maybe Trocheck's better than Strom. But there's been some changes, and not for nothing, Lafreniere even more so. Kako, they've got to deliver more than they delivered. I know Lafreniere was really good down the stretch. Kako's a second overall pick. He's supposed to be part of the solution on the right wing, so it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not sure they're deep enough, guys, to to go four rounds and win it. I think if they faced a Tampa again in the conference final, if that happened. I think Tampa would beat him because I think they could play even a goal. They have a better defense. Um, there'll be an exciting team in New York. I know people, some people are saying Edmonton and Rangers in the cup final. I wouldn't mind seeing that as a fan. I just don't think that there's mm. enough depth there for the Rangers to go four rounds and, and get to a cup final. They certainly have uh, uh, it buttoned up on the back end. I like their goaltending, right? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, uh, awesome goaltending. Carolina again. Uh, they're well coached. Uh, they seem like a tight group. They're going to be in the hunt, right, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Now the pens. Um, what do you think <sighs> of the pens? Well, they kept the band together, right? So that's right? what they're, they, they were. They, everybody's ready to yeah. tell. Oh, they're out of here. Malkin's gone. Latang. They they oh, tripled Russ. down on this, right? They, they, they think, right? They haven't won since 2017, so it's it's been a, it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, look, if you're gonna double or triple down, doing it with Sid and Gino and Chris Latang, that's not a bad way to triple down. Uh, I'm not sure they get there because guys, they, they haven't been great in the playoffs. Like these guys are like a Hall of Famers. You know, Sid's going to have a statue and probably Gino outside the arena, PPG, um, or whatever they named it now. Um, I, I just don't see it happening because they're not they're not constructed to win in the playoffs. Their goaltending is still su- is still su- suspect with Jerry and DeSmith, and they brought those guys back. So yeah. I, I think they'll be a hundred point team. I wouldn't be afraid to play them in the postseason. I wouldn't because it, it's just the track record's just not there. And I also question how healthy this older team will be um, in Pittsburgh. All right. Um, the team that I'm really interested in, uh, because you look at them, the Islanders, they went from mm-hmm. one win away from being the final in 2021. Uh, yep. They missed the playoffs last year. They changed coaches. Um, you know, uh, Noah Dobson mm-hmm. starting to emerge. Uh, Romanoff there now. Uh, I don't know. What, what can you expect? Another boring, like, defensive-minded team, or we're going to see something different? I, I can't see that happening with Lou there. Yeah, that, that's the question. Like, why did they change coaches from a guy from Barry Trotz to Lane Lambert? I think maybe two. And remember, when that happened, then Barzil signed long-term. So Barzil does want to play that 200-foot game. He, he wants to play more like a Trevor Zegers. I think yeah. they may have to – and I think the signing long-term, maybe there were some assurances made. Look – this team was up against it last year, right? They had that long road trip to open the arena. They had COVID. They were playing with guys I've never heard of, you know, halfway through the season. I like if you're going to think that Washington or Boston is going to come out, and I think both those teams are at risk. I like the Islanders to go back in. Yes, they haven't made big time moves in the offseason. Everybody was upset on the island that Kadri didn't land there. But again, when you look at this team down the middle, I like what they have down the middle. I like Brock Nelson. I like Anders Lee. They still have the goaltending in Sororkin. That you know, look, Pelican and Pulak are never going to get the, the credit that they, they deserve as a top pair. Um, you mentioned Noah Dobson. Uh, I think this team can make that 20 point bounce back because, again, a lot of those mitigating circumstances I talked about last season aren't present. I don't think not that they're the team that we saw two seasons ago when they lost one nothing and seven on a shorthanded goal to Tampa in Tampa. But I think they do make it back to the playoffs. And if they do, they can be a dangerous team. Yeah, they won't be the most exciting team. They're not going to be the Rangers or Edmonton. I get it. But I think they can find ways to win teams because I think their structure and their depth is still solid. I think one of the biggest stories, too, in that division is going to be uh, Tortorella. And I'm a fan of Tortorella, but I know like he's kind of yeah. considered more old school. But what's your oh, thought? Dennis loves him. Yeah, Dennis what do you think? Him. You think it's going to be successful there? What do you think is going to happen? Okay, Tim, it depends how you define success. <laughs> if you I define success true. by a lot of losing because yeah. John better get ready for it, fine. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Philadelphia. And I, I – Grew up a Flyers fan. Actually, when I was in college, I was a Flyers fan, right? And I remember those 74 and 75 teams that eventually the Habs kicked their butts eventually. If they went. But I remember those. And, and to me, the, the worst thing about last season, guys, is I know Philadelphia. I went to games in Philadelphia. To see 6,000 people in that building that holds 18,000 and to watch these games and to know that at 2 nothing, five minutes in, they were done. That's I feel bad. I feel sad because we need the Flyers to be relevant. Tim Nux, they will not be relevant. It's going to be a yeah. lot of losing. He has to put in structure. 
There's going to be a lot of hard lessons. He set Cam York down already. Like he has to, and I assume he committed to this. That roster is far, far away, especially with the injuries. Who knows with Couturier? I guess Kevin Hayes is going to get through. No Ryan Ellis. It's a long friggin' season, guys. It, 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 he better be conditioned to go back to a situation where the team might win 25 games because that's where they are right now. So I agree with you, Tim. There'll be some some nights where the press conferences will last 17 seconds and we'll <laughs> laugh about it. Uh, but this is a major ma- – and I guess the way towards look at it, this is a major challenge. He's not taking mm-hmm. hold of a veteran team that's a couple – that needs just that final push. Like this team needs a huge push uphill. So – I'm I'm going to be intrigued to see how he handles the losing, how he handles the Philadelphia media, because there's going to be a ton of losing. Uh, but hopefully it's a way for them to bounce back up. But I think there's got to be some progress. Otherwise, Chuck Fletcher, I don't see him continuing after the year because there were a lot of promises, promises made, a lot of contracts were signed that were big-time contracts like Couturier, like Hayes. They couldn't really, sign Goodrow, right? They couldn't yeah, sign, right? It, it, it hasn't paid off. This is a, a classic rebuild. I don't care how they dress it up or – put Lipsick on a pig. This is going to be, again, a team that probably won't be bad as Arizona or Chicago, but in that division, they're, they're, they're a last place team. Mm-hmm. So in saying that, classic rebuild, do you think Tortorella's the guy for a rebuild? Like, that, he, it just tells me the GM is desperate. He wants somebody to come in there and, you know, get water out of the rock, you know, and it, I, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Expectations couldn't be any lower for the Flyers. Yeah, well, that that's the one advantage for 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 Torts, but th- they want structure. They desperately need structure, guys. I, you watch those games; no clue on defense, no clue on the back end. And it was it wasn't watchable hockey. And again, it was sad yeah. because that those the fan those fans deserve better, whether you love Philly or not. Um, so I, I think he's coming. He may be the builder, Mux. He may not be the guy to put him over, right? Because it may take more than five years or whatever long his contract is. Um, yeah. He, but he they, they they need a platform to build off of. They don't have that now. I think Torts can do that. All right. Um, just before we move over to the um, Atlantic, I, the Caps, they made some good moves. Darcy Kemper, Connor Brown, Dylan Strom. Is that enough to make them and, you know, take a step in this real competitive division? I mean, it's competitive division, this Metro division. I think the best nuts they can do is hope to tread water. Because remember, no Tom Wilson, no Nick Backstrom, no Carl Hagelin to start the, the, the season. Yeah. And they're different players, but that, 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 those are all impact players. So I, I think if they can hold on to the eight seed, that's a win for this team. I want Ovi to score 50 again. That would be great to say. But I just think there's too many injuries to too many vital players off the bat to think that, again, like the Bruins, I think, I think there's some jeopardy there with respect to making the postseason because you're asking. So but like right now, it's Kuznetsov and Dylan Strom as the one, two, and center. To me, in that division, in that conference, that's not good enough to make the postseason. All right, so move over to Columbus. Uh, Johnny's first season there. Um, you know, I listen, can we expect the same kind of numbers out of him or no? Without Kachuk and company, uh, are we going to see him be able to, to, to do a little magic in Columbus? Well, I, I don't well, see them making the playoffs, but they're going to have a decent season. Well, he'll love passing to Patrick Kane. So I think the biggest beneficiary of that is Patrick Kane, right? Now, the question is, is Boone Jenner or Jack Roslovic a number one center in this league? No. But Boone played good last year. And this is is one of these teams, guys, that down the stretch, they were sneaky tough to play. But I always worry about the teams that are out of it, have nothing to play for, and then they play hard. So what happens now? I I don't think Johnny's going to set any records in Columbus. I think he can get to 100. I think Patrick can get to 40 goals. It's the other end of the ice, though. The goaltending was atrocious. Like they need something 
you know, from, from Corpus Allo, um, to, to really make some noise. Yeah. And I think they'll improve. And I think that you know, the one thing about Columbus, the weird thing, not a weird thing, the one really good thing is when Johnny signed there, guys, it meant it just didn't mean a lot to the fans or the team. It meant something to the city. Because people are like, wow, why would anybody go to Columbus, yeah. Ohio? Yeah, I've been to Columbus. It's a great arena, great fans, great place to live. Players move there and stay and, and like it. So I think overall, it's a great move by Keck to get him in there. Do I think he make they make him a playoff team? I, I, I don't know. I, again, again, you go back to the blue line. You go back to the the, the goaltending, right? It's, it's Merzlikins, it's it's Corpusalo and uh, uh, Tarasov. I'm not sure that gets them there. So I think they'll improve. But it was a long because remember, guys, the, the playoffs were decided in the East like in February. There was no race, so yeah. Columbus would have to jump like 20 points. Or maybe not 20 points, maybe 15, maybe Boston or, or Washington wouldn't be that 107. Remember, the top, the last team had 800 points. So they'd need some, you know, if, if Washington regresses and they progress, maybe. But me, it's just a maybe. I got Johnny Gaudreau adding him did not guarantee them making the playoffs. It'll be more exciting hockey in Columbus, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, for sure. That's going to be interesting to watch. The Atlantic Division, all right, last year it was the Panthers, the Leafs, the Lightning, Bees, Sabres, Red Wings, Senators, mm-hmm. and your Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> uh, and I'm so happy they got who they got. But anyway, let's – do we see the Panthers – Geez, they were disappointing in the playoffs, the Panthers, last year. You know, I, I was expecting that Battle of Florida. That was mm-hmm. a dud. That, was, that sucked. Yeah. What a dud. Well, you look, at your, look at your blue line, look at your goaltending, and look at the team they play, a team that knows how to win their playoffs. Right? So I love the season Florida had. I voted Uberdo number one um, uh, for the Hart Trophy because I thought he was that good. He set a record for left wings with assists. This is a very different team, guys, now, right? You trade away Uberdo, you bring in Kachuk, which changes the style of play. I think yeah. the bigger loss is losing Mackenzie Weger, right? right? Yeah, that, that's a big loss. It's a top four, top pair defenseman on that team. Um, I, I think you talk about lessons learned. Who cares about 124 points? Who cares about winning the President's Trophy? It doesn't matter. My question to both of you, is this team any better, better equipped to win a playoff round then now and not for nothing, they won around. They didn't play good against Washington. Had Washington had a little bit more around the net, they would have beat Florida. So again, coaching change to Paul Maurice. I don't know. I think they'll be entertaining. They're certainly in the playoffs. Maybe a hundred, hundred two point team uh, because the way they went out, guys, against Tampa. Like I've got my reservations because this the season starts for these guys in April at Game eighty three. Like all this other stuff, they just proved to themselves it didn't matter. So. I'm not sure, again, like Toronto, do they have enough commitment on the other side of the puck? Are they good enough defensively to win in the playoffs? I don't know. It's a downgrade losing Uyghur, so I'm not sure. But in the top three, I don't like them to win the division. Um, and I'm not sure they're a deep, a deep playoff run either. So they lost Uyghur, but they got Racco Gudis. <laughs> the police the ice yeah for sure oh my god Racco Gudis that kid what a, I, I could every time I watch him I'm like I know if I was ever on the ice this kid is going to be attacking my my knees or whatever <laughs> he is a little pain in the ass that guy but I, I love the way he plays anyway yeah. he cannot replace that guy I was joking but um um so the Panthers, uh, okay, the Lightning going to be in the hunt still, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Still a solid team. 
Uh, the Leafs, like you said, question, are they able to? Do you think Matt Murray and Samsonov here, that's, you know, that duo's going to get it done? Matt Murray is just, since he left Pittsburgh, everything has been yeah. horrendous. I mean, it, he had a decent yeah. exhibition He's season, decent. but that's yeah. exhibition. It depends what you think success is in Toronto. Is it just winning a round because they never win a round? Is it going two rounds? Is it going four rounds? Is it winning the cup? I don't know. And that always so so does you know does Kyle Dubas keep his job if they let's say win one round because that's success? I don't know how you measure success in Toronto. I like them to win the division. I, I do. I, I, the goaltending, yeah, it's shaky, but there's so much firepower up front. I think Austin's going to go bigger again this year. He could be back to back heart winners if it's not either Connor or Leon. Um, so I like them to win the division. Uh, again, I don't know. How healthy is the blue line going to be? Like, And what's going to happen to the thing? Yeah, Matt Murray, you know, he's done some solid things in Pittsburgh, but he's is he the same goalie? I mean, it's a goalie that Ottawa traded. If Ottawa had any designs on making the, the, the postseason, yeah. why would they trade Murray? So I think that it's going to be an entertaining season. I think they can have a huge season. I think they can repeat 115 points, win the division, because um, Tampa doesn't care. Florida's not as good. So I do like them to win the division. But, again, with them – I don't know how you measure success. I don't know if they can people can keep their jobs. Let's say if they they get to if they get out of the division, win two rounds, and then wind up losing to the uh, who's ever in the uh, metro. You think Detroit's got a? You know, I know they're. You think they could squeeze in? You think they're going to surprise people this year? I feel like I I like their roster. I like the way they play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Um, well, you're banking on you bet on Stevie Eiserman, which yeah. is never a bad bet. I think they're a little, still a little bit away, Tim, uh, because they need a bounce back season from the Dalkovich, and they need Huso. And Huso's not playing. You know, the, the Blues aren't playing in front of Huso mm-hmm. now. Now it's the Detroit Red Wings. And my concern is, and I've seen this in Los Angeles way back in the day when Dean Lombardi came in, when he signed all these free agents. Dean said, you know, when I first came in the first year, I signed seven free agents and. People were thought that the team was going to be good. Like, what team is ever good signing that many free agents? It's so just how many goals in the lineup. So, the, 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 the question of, like, I'll give you an example the second line. Like, right now, it's David Perron, Andrew Kopp, and Jacob uh, Verana, who are all good players. I have no idea if they can play together. Uh, not, not for nothing. <laughs> they need to sign, but uh, Tyler Bertuzzi and Dylan Larkin are both unrestricted at the end of the season. Like, so I'm sure they're looking and seeing what happens with this team. Tim, I think they're a better team, mm-hmm. but right now their top pair is what? Look at their top four. Ben Sherratt, Mo Sider, who I love, who's a monster, who's mm-hmm. going to be yeah. a Hall of Famer. And then their second pair is Oli Mata and Philip Ronick. And Ronick. Um, How about Ronick? Yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know, guys. So so that that's it. So I think they'll be better. They'll be improved. They're on the right track. They believe in Stevie's plan. They'll be a more competitive team. But the, the blue line, their defense was horrible last year. I'm not sure it's going to be a lot better. And then what happens with the two guys who were in their walk years that I mentioned? Am, did I read this right? Pious Suter? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pious. Pious. Yep. What a yes. what a first name, no? Exactly. Yeah. He's not <laughs> so pious on the fourth line, though. But, you know, that's, <laughs> no, right? That's the way it is. Um, so the wings. Um, it, it, to me, it seems like a lot of people are kind of overlooking the beast. Hey, listen, they brought back Gracie. I got it. Uh, McAvoy, Marshawn, Greslick out for the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, kind of like a Washington deal. But yeah. uh, do you think this team can uh, stay afloat long enough to make another push for them playoffs? Well, how are they going to play out of the box, Nux? That, that's a lot yeah, of firepower an- mission, right? I mean, Taylor right. Hall's banged up. Uh, you mentioned the guys who were out, McAvoy and, and Marshawn, um, and they're an older team. 
I, I certainly think the mood in the room is going to be better without uh, uh, Bruce Cassidy there. I mean, remember, David Kirchie went all the way to, to Europe to play. Bergeron really yeah. wasn't signed until they named Jim Montgomery. Jake DeBrus withdrew his trade request. So certainly, and, and Bruce might do great things in, in Vegas. His time was up in Boston. Um, yeah, and that, they didn't, didn't yeah, like him at all. They didn't right? like him. I, I, here's the thing, Nux. I, I question a team with a 37-year-old and a 36-year-old uh, center in this division. So I, I don't yeah. think they're a 107-point team. I like what Swayman did last year. Um, he split the net with Elmark, so they're, I think they're pretty set in net. Um, I, I just think there's a lot of injuries on this team to start the season. They have to start well. Like They can't go – two and seven with a new coach in Jim Montgomery. So I think the teams like Columbus and Islanders, who we talked about, I think they're pointing at teams like the two Walker teams, at Boston and Washington, older teams. And not for nothing, I don't know how, what Jay, David Krejci is going to deliver after yeah. the, spending a year in the Czech Extra League and now coming back to play in the NHL. It's a major step up. I know the guy's, you know, has been great. He'll play well with Pasternak. But again, are these two guys going to play 82 games? And if not, Age. then you have to – Right. Charlie Call is going to have to move up. Uh, they have Thomas Nosek in the middle. So uh, I, I don't like them as much as I like uh, uh, as you do. Nuts. I don't think they're a sleeper. They can't be yeah. a sleeper with 107 points from last year. Again, I, I think the question with this team, assuming they make the playoffs, is is their depth up front enough uh, to, to win games, to win series? Or is it still just a one line team? That's the hope with David Krejci coming back to town in Boston, that they are now a more complete team. I just think the age and the injury to soft the season, I would manage my expectations on the Bruins this year. I got to ask about the Sens because yeah. it's a pesky little hockey team. And I think of it bringing, uh, listen, they did some good things in the offseason, right? Giroux, Debrinket, uh, they brought in uh, Cam Talbot. Um, yeah. Like this funky team, this team, they can, they can score goals. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? What type of season we seeing out of well, the pesky sense? Now they're behind the eight ball right now. It's because of the injury to Talbot. So he's out, what, yeah. three to five weeks. Oh. So off oh, the bat, yeah. It, okay. yeah, that's going to be a challenge. And, yeah. and remember, we talk about the guys at the top. Like Ottawa was 27 points out of a playoff. And I know it's a sexy pick, and I know people are picking them. But, again, they're going to score goals. G coming in. Debrinket was a great trade. Dorian's doing a lot of good things. Right? He locked up Josh Norris. I love Brady Kachuk. But, uh, again, you're going to make up 27 points and jump over four teams. This team? No, not yet. I'm sorry. They'll be better than yeah. 73 points. Uh, they'll be more entertaining. But, uh, again, I, I don't see that big of a – that's a massive jump. I mean, the Kings did it last year. They actually did it, I think, 26 or 20. You project over the COVID year. It's a massive jump. And you're asking to be, but jump over teams ahead of them like the Islands and Columbus – well, actually, I think the Islanders improved because of the, the road. The, they won't have the building issue. And Columbus said to Johnny Goudreau. So um, I know it's a sexy pick. I don't like him for the playoffs. But I think that you have to look out for this team. A year or two from now, they're going to make some noise. This season, I just don't see enough on the back end to say, okay, this is going to be a playoff team. Now the Sabres are forever sucking. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they got some young guys, Tage Thompson, Cousins, Owen Power guys that – yeah, the future, but it's like this fan base got to be like, you know, we know why Eichel left, right? He didn't want to be part of that anymore. Yeah. Like, is it ever going to turn the corner? Or? Well, it depends on these kids. Like, you look at their second line right now. It's guys like kid like Jack Quinn coming in, um, who was what? He was eighth overall pick in 2020. He's probably going to start on the second yeah. line on left wing. Uh, middle stat, I don't know. He's not a 2C. So, look, they have some, they have some, some tools here, right? 
Tate Johnson came out of nowhere and now makes the Ryan O'Reilly trade not look so bad, right? But 38 yeah. goals, a big guy. He signed long-term. That's great. Jeff Skinner's had a revival. I remember people always supported Jeff Skinner. Oh, he's not worth $9 million. Well, he had 33 points last year. Victor Olsen's yeah. a key. He came back from injury. So I think – look, I think success for the Sabres this year, guys, is if they're in the conversation in March where we're having a conversation about maybe uh, maybe they have to add at the deadline. If they can do that, I think that's a win. To think they're going to go from, you know, from this point to the playoffs, no. But I, I don't think you can say long – I believe what Kevin Adams is doing is, 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 is on the path to get back to respectability, right? But let's be real, guys. Craig Anderson, Eric Comrie, and that, that – you're not a playoff team. You're just not a playoff team. So I think there are parts there. I think it's a more exciting team. Um, it, it's not close to being a playoff team. Kevin Adams, although he's, I think he's on the right path, has a lot more work to do. So you got Montreal finishing last? Sorry, Nux. No, That's kidding. okay. No, I no, do. Yeah. 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 Listen, if they do, and I don't have – certainly in that division, I can see it. But Dennis – I, I wish they finished last in the league again because yeah. I like the Connor Bedard sweepstakes here. And I'm not a guy who's looking for the team to tank, yeah. but boy, um, listen, it was disappointing. How many teams go to the Stanley Cup final and then come last in the league Yeah, in one um, year's time? Yeah, I think the challenge with this team, it's forever. Uh, I, I don't really see, and I know they paid him as such. I don't see Nick Suzuki as a one seed in this league. Like he, to me, on a championship team, is a 2C. And, and so look what they have down the middle. You're probably going to go with Christian Dvorak opening night as a 2C. He's not a 2C. He's not. Mm-hmm. And then behind him, like, oh. Kirby Doc, Jake Evans had a great – like, you know, great – Jake Evans on the fourth line really delivered. He played very, very yeah. well. So their, their depth really isn't that bad. It's that top – and look, how many games – you met, how many games is Gallagher going to play, right? How many games is Josh Anderson going to get through? Like, what's Sean Monaghan on this team? So there's a lot Drew of questions. In. Yeah, Drew Ant. So there's some big names here, but I agree with you. I, I, I look, and again, uh, they're going to have a lot of problems keeping the puck out of the net. I think that's that's the oh, biggest, huge, right? Huge, I mean, so, right? Right, so there's going to be a lot of turnover on defense, right? Yep. Turnover on D, and yep. then so, you know, play the overs in the Habs games. Yeah, <laughs> play the overs on the Habs games, just not them, right? Not them. They're not their goal total. So I think it's a real painful year, and I think that the they have to embrace like this old saying: you have to you have to embrace the sock. The team's not going to be good, but that's the plan. Uh-huh. They need to rebuild. Yeah. It's just it, they, they need more parts. They need more talent. Guys, and the guys they have some long-term, like Drouin and Gallagher, are getting older, and you don't know how they're going to play. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can't make a case for this team, but it's not, it's not a necessarily a bad thing. I agree with you. You should be trading guys for high picks, and if you stink and you're in the top five or you're in the lottery, that's great. It, it's not necessarily a bad thing because the time has come. Plus, the formula never really worked. Never really got to a yeah. point where they were, you know, they got to a cup final, but we can talk about how, right? Yeah. Legitimately. yeah. So, so yeah. It, it's, it's a situation big defense where. defense and goaltending. Big defense yeah, they, they and need, goaltending. They need, they need a lot. They need a lot. And it's going to be a painful season, but, you know, you got to, you just got to embrace and look at the young players. Like if Slavkovsky plays a full season, like you have to focus on the younger players and who develops. If you're a fan, that's what you look at. You can't look at the losses because some nights is going to be brutal. Right, so uh, going up against Tampa, going up against the Florida, it's going to be brutal, but it's fine. Uh, you have to take the little wins, which would be watching young players develop. You know, playing in a very difficult market. I like the tandem of Gordon and, and Hughes. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I, I Gordon, he did it in Boston. He turned things around in New York. I like 
what the two of these two guys can do together and what the way they're doing it. Listen, when Bergie was here, and not to shit on Bergie, he made great mm-hmm. trades, but he, he, he never had that minor league team in place. He no. didn't have draft picks. It, they sucked in the American League. They, you could never go down there and bring a guy up and say, ooh, that guy made some of the difference. He played pretty well. It, it was always like some guy just mm-hmm. come up. You could have put fucking Tim out there, you know? <laughs> you know, when you make trades, you got to win. Like that, you got you to gotta cash in and win. That's what Dean Lombardi did here. Dean Lombardi never drafted well. He, he didn't. You look at his draft record, it's not great, right? Oh, he fell over on Drew Doughty. It's fine. That's great. But uh, most of the championship team, he was drafted by Dave Taylor. But Dean made great trades. Like he traded Visnowski for Matt Green and Jared Stoll, help him win a championship. He traded for Jeff Carter. He traded. So the, those trades, when you make them, I have no problem with it because I want to be aggressive. I love aggressiveness. I saw it here in Los Angeles, the Rams, how aggressive they were and traded Jeff picks and guys and just didn't care. But when you do that, like Bergie did, and you don't get the payoff, then what happens on the back end? You got eventually the tax comes in. Oh, here's your tax oh. bill for making all those trades. Yeah. And now they don't have a lot in the, in, in the system. It's same here in Los Angeles. We won two, they won two championships here in Los Angeles, but it took a, it's taken a long time. They haven't won a playoff series since 2014 because Dean traded away guys, traded away draft picks. It didn't work out. It, it doesn't work. So again, it's got to be both, right? There's going to be a fine line with, with Hughes and with Gordon of, yes, you have to make some trades. Even you look at Colorado and how many players they traded for to get to a, to that come from, you'd be shocked. People say, oh, they're homegrown talent. BS. They traded for Taves. They traded to get the pick for Gerard. They traded, they made a lot of trades. They traded a, a, a lot of trades. So you, you have to do both. Like you just can't say, okay, we're going to make trades here and we're just going to go all in, trade our draft picks. And that doesn't work. But you can't just re, you can't find nine players to draft to win a championship. It just doesn't work like that. It's a combination. That what the Habs need to do, guys, is establish who their core is. The four or five players, and if they don't have them, then you tell them that's where you are on the rebuild, that's going to get them to a championship. Because Colorado, you look at Colorado, you look at Tampa, there are core players there. Four to five guys who are cores, and then you just build and add around them, either through the draft or free agency. The Habs have to establish that. I, you can't tell me three or four years from now if the Habs are a contender who their core players are. Maybe it's to be determined. I don't know. But there's certainly not enough core here to say, okay, now they need to take the next step. They have to establish the core in, in Montreal and then start adding in probably a two or three seasons. I think they're in the process uh, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. they got some good little players, Suzuki, Caulfield, you know, some young guys on the back end. Um, you know, Jordan Harris going to be interested to see how he pans out, Slavkowski, Mesa. Um, they got some good guys down in American Hockey League that should develop well. I love this kid, Abba Jackai. Yeah. Did you see this kid? Yeah. Listen, I, I I saw him play against Otto. He had that one fight, right? And he knocked mm-hmm. the kid out. But it, it, listen, the next game he played against them, he ended up, uh, he scored a goal and he had like five hits. But in front of the net, and, yeah. and I heard Gord Miller say, because I didn't know much about this guy. I confess mm-hmm. who did. He wasn't drafted in the O. He wasn't drafted in the NHL. Right. But Dennis, he, uh, Gordon Miller said, and Mike Johnson said, this guy last year in Canadian hockey was the most feared guy in the Canadian yeah. hockey league. Uh, uh, in the OHL, no one wanted to go near him. Like, mm-hmm. he was just, like, spooky. So I think that's a good thing for this team, especially you're going to have a lot of nights where you could get pushed around. They got some smaller guys. Yeah. but they You still need bigger. size on the blue I, line. I like it. 
Yeah, you yeah. can't have six KML cars back there skating around. You do need still need no. size and maybe you know intimidation. You can we can talk about that till the cows come home. But he's six four two twenty. Yeah, you need a player like that. Maybe not no. five of them, but you need no. some of that presence on the ice. And I, I do. I think he's and then nothing. He's right. You mentioned there's zero pressure on a guy who was never drafted, wasn't drafted coming into the league. Son is a, a you know a standard player's contract. So I think it's a it's a win for the Habs. Keep them out there. Let them make the mistakes. Let them learn the game because you can't coach six four two twenty. Yeah, 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 for sure. Dennis, this has been awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do this again uh, certainly next week, uh, and I'll be in touch. And we'll, uh, we'll. Uh, it's great to have you uh, this season. It'll be fun uh, moving forward. We'll um, certainly talk about some different things as the year goes on and see, you know. You know, I'm sure someone's going to do something stupid and <laughs> get suspended. We'll talk about that for sure. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and um, yeah, it's going to be a fun season. I'm looking forward to it. No so, problem. Uh, I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad you, uh, you you said you'd take part in this with us. Oh, so that's awesome stuff. Yeah. Great being on the awesome podcast with you guys. We'll both talk to you next week. So